Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I have stopped using regular deodorant, and I need to make a change. None of you sweaty-ass bitches, not for you. <laughs> Over here, stinking up the joint. You know, I will only let you speak to me this way, honey, German. <laughs> Mark, too. No, and Mark, him, too. Exactly. No, but I gotta Your get something coming done. Up. You know what I'm getting, huh? I, I, that big I, Costco 12-pack of Dove deodorant. <laughs> I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, This is Life in Spanglish. Buenos dias, Carolina. No, it would be good if I wasn't if I didn't have a swamp underneath my armpit right now. What I mean, is this happening? is just I was just explaining it to Andrew. So, oh, by the way, hi. This is life in Spanglish. Um, I have stopped using regular deodorant, and Andrew just shook his head at me and he said, "No, honey, you're gonna smell like salad dressing What because the- natural deodorant does not work." And I'm sorry, I will fight you. I've tried every single kind. I've tried expensive, low end, every. And what the is the problem with with your armpits? Why did you have to go to this? So, so I right now I just fall underneath my armpits and they're like what swampy? Yes, and, and it's cold in here. For you to have swampy armpits, that's over a problem. Overactive sweat glands, right? So, so I've why been don't using you just Botox your armpits because it's expensive and you have to qualify for it and you have no for real like it's an actual condition hyperhidrosis. Which you better go to Beauty Fix Med Spa. <laughs> Tell them to start shooting me up. For real. No, you guys, it was so embarrassing. So we were in New Orleans last weekend, and I'm using this natural deodorant like a dummy you in Louisiana. It. It's like a hundred. No, and it's magnesium and charcoal. So I was wearing a white shirt, and I Mark goes, what is, un, what 
what what's on your shirt? And I go, I don't know. It, I had a black bag on. I said, my bag is real. It's not a fake bag. So I like look under. I was sweating. The charcoal from my deodorant Never. left ring around my armpit. How embarrassing. I'm out here looking like a whole like swamp. I'm just, it's mortifying. I know. And then he was just like, uh, do you want to take a shower before dinner? And I was explaining to Andrew that I started using natural deodorant when I got pregnant. I like went all organic the first time. I went all in. I threw everything out. I was like, I am going to be the best pregnant woman ever. You don't get you a damn dub deodorant, Carolina. And then, no, and I'm not even kidding you. And bless his heart, Mark came home one day and it was, I'm not even kidding you, it was hot. <laughs> he came into the apartment and he goes, I love you, but this has to stop. He goes, you need to go to CVS and get a real deodorant. Yes, you'll because, be playing games with a crystal under your arm. I know, and that shit doesn't work, right? So I said to him, okay, fine, I'll go back on regular deodorant. I did, and then when I got pregnant with Asher, I went back to natural okay. and I didn't tell him, and now it's been three years and I need to get back on regular. What's the problem with the regular deodorant? Why? Well, they just say there's so many chemicals in there and okay. it's like not good for your body. Okay. And, you know, I'm not taking anything away from that, but I'm not a clinical researcher. Mm-hmm. So I don't know these things. Yeah. All I know is that natural is not for me. And I need to make a change. None of you are sweaty ass bitches. Not for you. Over here. Stinking up the joint. You know, I will only let you speak to me this way, honey. <laughs> Mark too. No, and Mark. Him too. Exactly. No, but I got to get something coming done. coming up. You know what I'm getting, huh? That big I, I, Costco 12 pack of dub deodorant. <laughs> Stop playing with us. Stop love, it. honey, and Mark. I love you. No, I I swear to you, I'm going to be better about this. But anyway, no, I wanted to talk to you about this um this whole thing that you were asking me about. You were asking me mm-hmm. about being a good person. What were you talking about? Um, I saw an article and it said, you know, the headline was, "What screams I'm not a good person?" Like, what are telltale signs that somebody is just not a good person? Mm. Mm. How can you spot people that you're like, damn, that's a horrible ass person? You know, I think it's people who are all about themselves. And I don't want to name names, but I would say, and this is just purely from observation, so I I have nothing to base this on. I would think somebody like an opportunist or somebody who uses other people to get ahead, who doesn't have any shame in their game, somebody like, like a black china. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Like An opportunist. Because, yeah, but I see, know what you're I saying. feel like this is terrible. Like, who am I to say that she's not a good person? I don't know her from anything. But I'm saying that's her hustle, though. By by all, by, do you understand where I'm going? Yeah, by with any it? means, like you gonna make it to the top by any means. You're gonna step all over anybody that you need to step up. Right, right. And it's like, you know, I will do anything. I will use anyone. I will, um, you know, basically, if you aren't there for their benefit. Mm then you're of no use to them. Yeah, like you're like trash unless they can use you. Exactly. For something. And it doesn't matter what. And again, I feel bad. I don't want to be like throwing out Black China's name out there because I get, I don't know her. But I'm saying just from a person, from an outsider standpoint, you know, you could easily look at her and say that this has been her life. You know, yeah. like she danced and then she, you know, uh, got hooked up with one person and then had a baby and then got hooked up with the Kardashians and that whole situation. So yeah. I would say that those are kind of traits of a not good person. But I don't know. They are. But see, to me, that's not great. But then to another person, that's goals. That's the society that we live in. It depends on where you come from. You know what's crazy is like one of the people that I think are like I always think are not good people Mm -hmm. are when I see people yelling at their kids in public. 
like nasty, like cursing, like verbally abusing their children. Mm -hmm. Like if I see a woman on the train calling their kid all type of like names, you little this, you little that motherfucker, this. Oh my god! I'm like, wow, this is like a real trash person. And I'm like, you're not getting no points by like verbally abusing a four-year-old and a seven-year-old because they're playing around in the train. I'm like, you're a trash person and honestly, you don't even deserve these kids. And I I understand. speak like that about other adults around my children. Much less call them I've seen people call their kids a lot of nasty things like when you in the hood in the hood and I understand that sometimes it comes from like being frustrated and life is not going right but children are so off limits to me that whenever I see somebody like violating kids or like dragging them or Mm -hmm. like hitting them like across the face because they're being kids I'm like you are a horrible horrible person so anybody who abuses children or anybody who abuses old people immediately yeah, you are like on the list of like you need to burn in hell mm-hmm. and you're a horrible ass person those are two type of people that i always say you're not a good person well now let's just go back to the dragging though because sometimes <laughs> no i'm kidding um you know what i i do have to say children test you the way that you react to them is a learning experience for both of you so for example asher was not happy about something that we were doing the other day he we were out cleaning the streets for um this earth day thing and um he didn't want to go and daddy had my, my husband had to grab him by the hand and he started to act like he was dead weight so to a bystander it would look like his father was dragging him yeah but that's where i said to him i said no put him down and i went over to him and i got both of his shoulders and I looked him in the eye and I said, boy, you better get it together. Because this is not how it's going down. I, but no, there was nothing wrong with what I was saying to him. Yeah. So I said it in front of everybody. I said, boy, you better get it together. And he knew I was serious. And he said, okay, mommy. I said, are you going to walk like a big boy or do I have to carry you like a baby? And he was like, no, I, I'm going to walk. <laughs> like he, I said, that's a great choice. Let's make better choices. Done. <laughs> it was done. No, but you know what I'm saying? I Instead love it. of sitting there and MFing him and calling him names yeah. and, and embarrassing him him and myself in front of all these people, he knew by my tone and me getting face to face with him, I was not fucking around. You yeah. know what I mean? Because so one thing like, is disciplining children, another thing is verbally abusing children. Absolutely. There's a big, big difference between that, you know? And then there was one woman who came up to me and said, You handled that so well. And she actually said to me as a mother to mother she goes um the way that you were just so firm and direct and i said well thank you i don't i don't do it for that i do this because this is the way that i treat my children if i want them to treat me with respect i have to i have to treat them of with course. if i want them to treat me with respect i have to treat them with respect you, you know because you're the one teaching them how to treat people absolutely the way you treat them is the way they're going to grow up and treat you know the women they date right the, their coworkers absolutely. their friends absolutely so, like when i see those videos of like kids being so grown and so crazy and cursing and i'm like this is learned behavior yeah they have to learn this from somebody you know my mom always told me when she would see my friends and you even said this the other day about um you know the friends that you're with like show me your friends and i'll tell you who Mm -hmm. you are my mom would always be like esa esa la tal y tal es una aprovechadora yeah. And she would say, my mom has a good eye for that so stuff. So does my mom. I think it's a mom thing. I it's think an once, intuition I think thing. once you become a mom, it's like you've been through some things. So now you can tell like who is who. And, and if I am not even, t- I'm, if I am not even lying, my mom was right 100% of the time, every single time about these girls that were like, 
trying to get something out of me. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it was a ride to school, I was friends with a guy that they liked and they wanted me to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, so there's it, always an ulterior motive behind the friendship. Always an ulterior motive. Yeah. So, but it's like maybe people who do have ulterior motives aren't bad people. But I just wonder, I'm not a good person. Like, what does it take to make you not a good person? You know, like, what are those qualities? How do you not care about somebody? Because I will tell you, I feel guilty. If I don't treat somebody the way I would like to be mm-hmm. treated, I do feel guilty. I If I curse someone out, like the other day at the parking garage, this guy was such a jerk. And after I was just like... You don't have to be so unpleasant. It's not my fault that you have 27 cars here and you don't know how to manage your thing. Like, don't be so rude, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, some people be, like, in a bad mood. Right, but then nasty. it was like, I, I felt guilty the whole way because I was like, you just made that guy's day worse. But I was like, but he was a jerk to me, you, you know? to tell him. Absolutely. And after, it was like, it almost, like, softened him up because mm-hmm. he said, nah, you know, I got all these people here and everything, you know, so. Okay, not my fault. Yeah, but that's not my fault. Calm so. down. Maybe we should be more aware about the way that we carry ourselves and talk to people. And you know what really grinds my gears when people say, this is who I am. You got to deal with it. Okay, that's not okay. So I'm supposed to evolve and become a better person and forgive you for all of your inadequacies, but you get to still remain the same person. That's not going to fly with me. It's crazy because some people just believe like everybody else is wrong and they're right. And, and I Those people are delusional. Those people need to be in a home. And I know I'm serious. No, because it's true. It's, it's true narcissism to always think it's everyone else and it isn't you. If something repeats, okay, if you have this pattern of behavior mm-hmm. where everybody does this yeah. to you. It's not them. It's you. Not if you let my mom tell it. My mom my mom <laughs> fights everybody, all her brothers, all her sisters. And she's like, yo me voy a morir sola porque a mí nadie me entiende. Is it Vanessa knows it all? Vanessa knows Lo sabe it all. Todo, todo, yeah. todo, todo. And she yeah. says the world is the one that's wrong. And she okay. shouldn't be in this world. Well, she be- figured it out. Maybe- <laughs> she says she shouldn't be in this world because you know it's full of injustices and people like her are always i'm like mom what's next you're gonna find a cross and put yourself up on it like honestly she would have you're to the carry problem. it all throughout the streets first uh, you're the problem exactly yeah. She, yeah. my mom really victimizes herself and that's another trait of like people that always you know want them to accept who they are Right. That they always victimize themselves. It's always the other people that are wrong and, right. and they're right. But when it's like 20, 30, 40 people, guess what? You might have to make some changes That's in your what personality. I'm yes. And I have a girlfriend, too, who all of my friends say, I can't, from college, all of our friends say, I can't believe you're still friends with her. And I'm like, it's not even that I'm still friends with her. I think I'm her only outlet. Like, and I have, I have so much stuff going on in my life that I've had to literally tell her, like, look, I'm all you got, girl. So don't fuck with me. Do like, not, bitch. I am no. the last straw. Absolutely. And now we've all moved on. We've all moved to different locations. Mm-hmm. She's on the West Coast. And I've told her, I'm like... This stuff keeps happening to you because you are not evolving as a human being. You are still stuck in this rut of like your daddy has money. You did it when you came to college. You did it when you got it. You know what I mean? Like it's not everybody else. It's you, girl. And sometimes you need those friends to point it out. I do. I have one friend that she is like a bochinchera. Like the bochinche be lit at all times. (laughs) She knows everything about everyone. And she always has a lot of issues with different people. Different right. family members, different friends. And it's crazy because everybody always takes her back. And um, I had to tell her, I'm like, you know, I think it's just you always talking about other people's business that mm-hmm. that's causing 
all this drama. But yo, she lives for the bochinche. When I tell you, she will call me. She'll be like, girl, are you sitting down? She I'm always like, got the hot tea. The mm-hmm. tea be piping hot, bitch. I thought I had tea. No, this bitch got the tea. And she be having the tea from high school. She be having the tea from now. See, and I'm not even like in, I don't even care at this point. You know what I mean? That's the same Neither thing with I. this girl. But you call it bochinchera, right? Yeah. We call it bachiguera. Really? Se graduó. Yeah, lo sabe todo. <laughs> she knows it all. She has all the answers. She got her master's. Like, this is a gossiper, like, though. This is, this yeah. is what this is. No, yeah. for sure. So, I mean, I think that it's something to be aware of and I always like to say every day I'm learning every day I'm um, you know I'm changing but my hope is in a better way you know I want to be better today than I was two weeks ago I want to be better tomorrow than I was a year ago that's do you see what I'm that's saying that's good that you're actively working towards that yeah because I mean you get one shot at this thing and I'm about to be 41 you know I mean no and I, I think I'm about it a lot of time oh, thank you babe no but I think about it a lot you know I think gosh you know 50 is close. If I get to be 50, if I get to be 60, you know, always because you're about to be 50, right? And JLo is crushing at life, right? Yeah. Don't you think? I expect nothing less than JLo's body when you turn 50. Oh, girl, don't put that pressure on me right now. No way. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing all this Vela shape, this cool sculpting. All of it, I'm about all to of get it, it all, all it. nipped, all tucked. Um, I do want you to watch the special that I watched, honey. Which and one? I think it's very important for you, especially because you always are on your phone. I am. Always have I'm your screen with on. I'm my screen time, though. I'm not even going to hold you. That shit came up this morning, and I was like, nah. There is. I gotta do better. You have to do what your screen time from last week. Yes. What did it do? Carolina, what, how, it was a lot. Were you up nineteen <laughs> percent? I don't is. know, but it just didn't look. I was like, is this for the whole week? And that's just said it was for daily. Yeah. So here's the thing. When we are looking at our phones, there was a great report done by Diane Sawyer. It was on ABC. I'm sure Ooh, you can get it on. She's demand. still out here. Oh, Diane Sawyer. Oh, by the way absolutely stunning in person really? yes she is like her skin looks good like lady goals right yeah, yeah okay. she looks really good um so she was talking about how we spend the equivalent of 49 days a year now think about this 365 days in a year <laughs> 49 of those are spent looking at tablets phones or computer screens so like 49 straight days 49 just at days of I consumption know. put the phones down kids and they did these projects where they um or rather they did these studies where they brought in children right and the mm-hmm. children were there in a room with the mother or the father mm-hmm. and um and they said to the mom and dad like don't look up from your phone basically ignore your kid and you could see that the kids wanted to engage with the, with the parents mm-hmm. but they didn't engage with the children and you can see the letdown and Aww. about the fact that we are just so consumed by technology. We really are. Because sometimes I go out and I look around the table and I'm like, everybody's on their phone. This is why people are not meeting one another. This is why we are having this like hookup society, right? So there's this article that says, our emotions today are so different from what 19th century Americans felt. And it's partly due to technology. And that the word boredom didn't even exist until the mid-19th century. So here's the thing. When my kids are bored, I'm downstairs most of the time, mm-hmm. right? When my kids are bored, I'll say, no, there's no screens. Go upstairs. Go upstairs and find something to do. Play a game. Kids don't know how to be bored. They don't know. And that's they where they lose bored, yeah. their creativity. They lose their ability to fantasize. They lose their ability to imagine or create. Nobody got imaginary friends no more, right? No. 
No, it is. I'm serious. Yes. Did you have one when you were younger? I don't think so. I have five siblings. I was going to say, I have too many brothers and sisters. They would have been like, esta ta loca. Necesito un psicólogo. You know, my mom wanted to take me to psychologist for everything. Right? Well, yeah. Welcome to the club. But yeah, people have this feeling of like, if you have any empty time, you need to fill it by doing something. You need to be looking at social media. You need to be like seeing what your friends are doing. And have you been bored lately? Never. Honey? I wish I was bored. See, that's the thing. Can I say something, Carolina? And it may sound weird. When I am getting ready to go to sleep, I get excited because I am able to escape reality. You're turning it off. I am like, wow, I don't have to think. I don't have to talk. I don't have to be on my phone. I don't have to engage with anyone. Like, this is so amazing. It's like a mini death. If it makes any sense to you. Absolutely it is. And I love it. And I welcome it. you're your batteries. I'm like, oh my God, I can go to sleep. Nobody's going to ask me questions. And then what's the first thing you do when you get up? I look at my damn phone. That's right. You know what she does? She does that. She pats the night table. Pats the night table. Girl, it's on the side of my bed. Looks, night table. That really? shit is right by my bed. Girl, but you it's crazy. put it on a night table. That shit can catch on fire. <laughs> You'd be up <laughs> in flames. Damn, oh, no. God um, forbid. No, I know. God forbid. But no, I'm saying like that's the first thing Steve that you Jobs do. Jobs from the grave. Well, Tim Cook was talking about it, and he was saying how their job as a company is to provide you with a device that you are going to love spending time on. So their core idea is let's give these people this little mini computer that they can have in the palm of their hands. Mm -hmm. Because before, what would you have to do? You would have to report to work. Most people didn't have enough money to have a computer in their homes even. So now you have- I used to risk my whole job surfing the internet. Mad viruses and shit. IT guys, like this bitch does no work. Monster.com all all day. AIM. I used to catfish Nooney on AIM trying to see if he was trying to fuck other bitches. Hello. Oh my gosh. You have too much time. I'm on continue, your hands. continue. But no, that's the whole point is that now we've we've been provided these things and their job as a company is to make us want to spend more time on it. So they're doing their job. It's our job to turn it off. Madonna recently said that the worst thing that she did was give her kids a phone at the age of 13. She said that their relationship completely changed. They don't care about you no more once they have that she phone. She gave them a phone. And that's where I am saying, how do we police this? as people just in general and i'm not even talking about kids i think we just have to hold ourselves accountable like sometimes i go out i'm like guys everybody put your phone out like we're spending all this money we're getting all this amazing food we're not even enjoying each other some people have that whole thing like whoever looks at the phone first has to pay the bill or whatever i feel like i want to start doing that i've gone to places people i ain't trying to pay for their (laughs) she's like that bill is long no those white people they spend money (laughs) i'm not trying we be at mama sushi sushi rolls be like six dollars i'm sorry no way yeah, but it's true. Yeah. And you but why do we why do we have no self control? I don't that we know. have to do something to that point. Like why do you have to put yourself out? And that's the big question. Why can't we be bored? Why can't we be the people who are spending time alone or, you know, recharging? I just feel like, you know, and, and I was talking to um I was talking to Ash, who works with me, and he's in the room right now, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that you know he he wants to be everywhere. He he doesn't want to miss anything. Yeah, and I feel like people don't want to miss anything that's happening, 
and and they're on their phone all day long it's trying to see who's where who's doing what who's right. wearing what so but I, you're I, missing I, what's going on around you who are the people around you that you can physically I don't reach think, out and touch somebody's hand it's honey. weird it's weird like, because I don't think they even care anymore about what's happening in the moment like you're not absorbing the energy the conversation or anything you're just kind of like looking at your phone and it's crazy because when you're looking at your phone you're not really looking at anything yeah, you're, you're looking scrolling. at videos of people smoking hookah you're looking at flyers you're looking mm-hmm. at you know maybe you know the donkey of the day that, mm-hmm. that we posted on Instagram but you're not really like absorbing any type of like energy or making any genuine connection through your phone it's disposable material and you might just be in a room with someone that you might make an amazing connection with absolutely and be like oh I want to write a book oh I work at a publishing house but you missed that because you were on the phone the whole time and, and you didn't connect with people remember when we used to go out networking oh that doesn't happen anymore I go to networking anymore. events now and nobody's networking because everybody's on their phone or they're taking selfies or they're on live like I went to like a store opening um, and I was there and it was just like even the owner of the brand was there like nobody was interacting with them because everybody was like at the social stops taking pictures and I spoke to like the head of marketing I met the owner like the founder of because like, the beauty company because you know how to carry a conversation 100% I put my phone away I said let me meet these people and I actually had business cards which is old school as hell. Yeah. But they're like, do you have a card? That's amazing. We want to come up to the podcast and we want to do something with you at another store. But everybody else, like the other people that were there as influencers, Mm -hmm. weren't even talking to these people. They weren't building a genuine connection. They were too busy posting on Instagram, not understanding that the people that really matter are not checking those Instagram posts. The CEO of this company does not see this. This is most likely an intern or a social media manager who has no pull and will never make you any face of any campaign but if you're connecting with someone in person right they're like wow it's you, invaluable it is it, there's but no we're other not way doing to, it anymore yes i know and i think that that is the big question is how do you find a way to disconnect and really be present for me personally the minute i get home i put my phone on the charger in my bedroom i'm normally outside in the kitchen and you know i try my very best to not even check it because then I'm I'm really there. And that's super dope that, that you're doing that because you're allowing yourself to have genuine connections with your family, which a lot of young families are not doing. No, well, you know what? The funny thing is, is that my husband has zero social media. He has a Facebook account because good he was for forced to this past year and oh, he had no idea. He was like, but what do I do? Why is this person from high school contacting oh, me? God, Who this are is these terrible. people? He had no idea. It was like a foreign language to him. And I said, this is such a beautiful thing. That you have no idea what's going on. And he was like, people are waving at me. I was like, oh, that's just messenger. I'm like, that happens when you. He You'll goes, be all right. You'll be all right. He Don't goes, worry do I have it. to answer them? No, no. Now he doesn't even. He goes, this is not my. He, he has delegated that responsibility to somebody in his office. Mm-hmm. And he said, he was like, you know, try to make it as genuine as possible. He's like, I just don't have the time for this. Hey, that is so beautiful, Carolina. You know? That's I mean, amazing. He's never, ever on. Um, I, He even said to me, he was like, can, can I take this off of my phone? Facebook. And I said, well, no, you should keep it on there. I I said just in case and he said but what about the messenger thing i don't talk to anybody on this and i was like yeah i said well you can delete that one but i wouldn't delete the app like entirely so anyway this special that people should watch i mean if this is a problem and you also have to recognize that it's it's a problem problem. for me i'll tell you that much it is a problem for me yeah and i think that a lot of people are in denial they say oh i'm not on my phone that much until they get the screen time like summary on sundays and then they see how much they truly are on their phone carolina i was disgusted with myself i'm not even gonna lie to you that was this morning 
Well, Cubby was so funny because Cubby was trying to justify his times. And he's like, well, wait a minute. I'm always on Waze. Does it count that as some of my time? And I was like, honey, yes, it counts everything. He's like, well, then that takes up a majority. I'm going to reduce this by seven hours because I go to work every day. You need to reduce it by seven hours. How many hours Cubby on the phone? No, no. He was saying how like. For the For the week. For the week. Yeah. And so we were dying laughing. We're like, you are justifying the problem that you're on your phone. No, I was just disgusted with myself. I was like, bro, I got to stop. Yeah, it this can't is. Be. This can't be. It's an issue. And so here's the last thing that I'll leave you with. And I always make this point and I tell people that the techno- the people who have come up with this technology, the people who are creators, the mm-hmm. innovators, right? They live in Silicon Valley. And the majority of schools or a great number of the schools in Silicon Valley are tech free. They only have paper, pencils, books, textbooks. Now, I in turn am in a district where they're literally giving kids Chromebooks or iPads as soon as they hit first grade. And that's the iPad that they take with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, like they get all of their lessons on there. Yeah. It's a whole new world. So no more dusty textbooks. No more dusty old textbooks. And I said, is drawn in the back. No, which was so exciting. And then now (laughs) you have these iPads that you have to bring home. And before I was, I said to my husband, I go, I remember when I used to have finals and I would come home with my backpack bulging and I used to have to bring an extra bag and like just all of that stuff. It's a new way of living. So if you get a chance, check it out. It's on um, ABC and Diane Sawyer did. um, It was a special report. What's the title? And it was called, um, I think it was called Screen Time. Screen Time. Yeah. And Diane Sawyer was reporting. You probably probably get it on demand but this is one of those things that i would suggest that you watch with your kids if they're old enough yeah they're calling it a crisis this is the world that we're living in wow. now they're calling it a crisis and i mean it is just it's reached new levels so there you go um but let's go to the uh let's go to the salon we didn't go last week or in the last episode do you want to read it do you want me to? Or do you want me to? I don't know how good You're my being read. awfully quiet over there, so it sounds me? like you want me to read it. <laughs> so, <laughs> this comes from Abby. Abby says she's a listener all the way from Canada, loves us, and loves listening to all of the differences between us, and she wants to visit the salon. So she says, I've been in a relationship with my wife for six years now, married three years, loving every bit of life with her. Hopefully soon they're going to start a family. In two months, we're leaving from Canada and moving to her hometown in California, and there's something about forgiveness that truly tugged at my heart after listening to one of your episodes before meeting my wife i was with a woman for five years it started out great and just eventually kind of fell apart as time went on those times involved financial crisis different lifestyles and eventually led to cheating that ended the relationship and she became very resentful and then she ended up being mean with her to a point of wanting revenge well once i moved on from her she shipped me off completely blocked deleted etc Back then, the old me would really not give a shit as long as I aced them and I was happy. I was also easily angered or easy to trigger my anger. You could say I've become more matured and experienced. And um, Abby's also saying that her father passed away back in 2016. He was a forgiving man and she was the opposite of him. And um, says that her wife has a heart of gold that's also causing her to be more empathetic and in touch with her feelings, which is why she wants to say sorry to her ex. So... Abby says, I told my wife, I've been thinking about getting in touch with that certain ex with an intention of apologizing to say, I'm not asking for forgiveness. I want to apologize. And I'm very truly sorry. And she wants to do that before they leave Canada. Well, Abby's wife said, no, just move on. Forgive them in your heart. God knows what your truest intent and desire is. What do you guys do in this situation? Again, truthfully, I'm not asking for her forgiveness. I just want to say I'm sorry. So that's sincerely Abby. Listen, Abby. 
keep it 100 with you. <laughs> you was a foul person. No, no, Abby's not foul. She was. Okay. She said she was mean and she was this and she was that. So I would say definitely contact your ex and say sorry. You know, you guys were going through some tough times mm. and, you know, sometimes... I. I'm sorry goes a long, long way, especially if you didn't deserve the mm-hmm. way you were treated or how the relationship ended. And I'm always super like weird about like you loved each other. You had all this amazing romance, sex, kissing, living together. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, go die somewhere. I'm blocking you. Right. All and of that- these like beautiful life experiences. And then you also had those hard times, too. But yeah. then you're never you're supposed to pretend like you never knew this person. So I think this is not. For Abby, this is actually for the person that Abby hurt Mm -hmm. that could probably ease their pain a little bit more because I feel like that type of pain of like being hurt by someone you loved stays with you for a very long time. It does. You you stop thinking about it, but if you see that person or if somebody mentions their name, you just like jump like it's almost like PTSD. Like, like well, you go back to that place. Oh man, Abby, yeah. I loved her so much and she did me so fucking dirty. Yeah. And for you to like reach out and be like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, I know what I did was wrong. I think that would make a world of a difference in the other person's life. Not that they need it, because I'm pretty sure they've moved on. But just to close that chapter and, and kind of like maybe change the way they view you mm-hmm. or the relationship, you know, that person might be like, I wish I never met them. Right. And now with I'm sorry, be like, you know, we had a tumultuous relationship. But you know what? I learned my lessons. She learned her lessons. So I, I think Abby should do it for the ex that she hurt. Yeah, you know what? It's so funny because normally I would say it's your ex. Why go back there? Why open up something that doesn't need to be reopened again? Mm -hmm. But I truly do believe in forgiveness. And I think that as long as you're honest with your current wife Mm -hmm. and she's okay with it, I think that it's a very um, grown thing to do. Yeah, no, I think it's like and it's a it's a growth thing for you. You know, it's like once you can say you're sorry, then you can begin to address other things in your life maybe that you weren't so proud of. Or you can start to work on other things that maybe you look at inside of yourself and say, wow, well, that was a big, big moment for me. Like, this was huge. So maybe now I can do this. Or maybe you can teach other people about forgiveness, too. So I would normally disagree, honey, but I Mm -hmm. do think it's a beautiful thing. But there should be zero expectation. There should be no, like, you know, opening up up that relationship again. No, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's like, you know, maybe even if you have this person's address, instead of doing it on social media, sending a card and saying, Bitch, like... Bitch, you don't have my address. I blocked you on everything. I moved. Girl, I can find you, okay? My friends are like the FBI. Just give me two minutes. We will Google that shit. My friends, shit, too. Okay? I call Lily and Sherlock homegirl. <laughs> they will drop a pin right on your house right now if they need to find you. No, so what I'm saying is, like, maybe instead of opening up that that relationship again through social media because you guys could maintain contact, course, yeah. perhaps you could find a card that says, like, you know, I've been thinking about things and, you know, my life is really great now and I'm just so sorry about Mm-mm. the way that I hurt you before. No, you want her to reach out on Facebook. I want her to FaceTime me, bitch. I need to see <laughs> your face when you're apologizing. I need to read your eyes and no. see if you really, really mean it. No. I, I know your just, looks. I think just a heartfelt Here card, a handwritten card. maybe. I know I'm old school though. I'm super old school I and I think that would eyes. mean like, I know, I know. But Abby, I hope that we helped you and this is funny because Normally, honey and I do not agree on things. We don't. We don't. But I do think it would be a really uh, beautiful moment for you and for this person yeah. that you hurt in the past. It would and help you them can both. move on. It, and it would help them both. And I also. 
also think that that's like a very positive thing for your wife to see that you actually can do Ooh. something like this. Yeah, you're flexing, you know? showing your wife how mature you yeah, are, how grown you are. Look at me now. Look at me. Just don't go cheat, Abby. Don't go back to Abby. The I ex. know. Don't and don't be like, well, the girls told me in the salon that I could do this. The no, hell did I never, we did not. I never gave approval for this. <laughs> we no, did not. Clearance n- rejected. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we're doing two episodes every single week now. I know you guys wanted more life in Spanglish. Yes. So me and Carolina are dedicating more time to you guys. We are, and we love it. So definitely subscribe and rate us, because if you subscribe, you just get the episodes right in there. It's going to pop up right in your screen. Yeah. We're dropping them Tuesdays and Thursdays. It might be a Wednesday every now and then, depending on how crazy our schedule is. But this is how we're going to keep it moving forward. Awesome. And so send us your salon questions to lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Yes. Li Spanglish on Twitter and Instagram. We're going to be posting more. We're going to be sharing some of the pictures, you know, that we don't post on our own social media. Yes. And, um, you know, things like the coochie cup we spoke about earlier this week. I can't wait. I'm getting I'm my own post coochie it. I want cup. you guys to see what the hell my coochie cup look like. I know, but you got to keep that thing like underneath the cabinet or something. You don't want anybody mistaking that for like, oh, I need to rinse cup? my teeth after like I brush my teeth. No, and Ooh, cup is huge, Carolina. Cup. It's, okay. like, it's like this big. It's like a, a tin. It's like, you know those old school like drinking cups we had in our country? You would keep them okay, in the fridge. Balde. Yeah, like <laughs> the tin like cup. It was, they were like aluminum <laughs> cups and you would keep them in the fridge. And then if the electricity went out in the Dominican Republic, the cup was still cold in the freezer. So if your hot oh, juice could go in there. Okay. So mm-hmm. I have one of those. It's just decorated with flowers. So you got the hot coochie cup. <laughs> this will keep it nice and cool. I hate you. All right. We'll be back next week. Peace. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.